Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick. Welcome to the Presence Podcast. And first things first, this is episode number 205. Some of you might have seen in your feeds that I think I gave the one yesterday that I recorded the wrong number. Now, I did go back and change it, but I don't think that will change it in your feeds. Whatever feed you find, whatever podcaster, podcatcher, excuse me, that you use, but this is episode 205. So discard any other wrong numbering. I need to get a little better, a little more careful in my numbering, but this is episode 205. And again, thank you to my dad, my loyal listener of the podcast who pointed that out to me so that I could go back and change it. It was a good day today. These days, as I am out of school, as it's summer, are very precious days, and they're days that I am trying to use to their fullest, and today was one of those days. And in order to get the fullest out of a day, I need to be present, and I do that in one way by keeping my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to the experience of God, the great I am, who is eternally present. So the title of today's episode might be kind of an odd one. And there's really two things that caught my attention. One caught it earlier in the day, and one just caught it and is actually catching it right now, believe it or not. I'm going to start with the order that I put the two ideas in in the podcast, which is the order of how I encountered them today. So the first one was this. I was at a 12-step meeting today, and as I qualify or clarify, I guess, whenever I talk about this on the podcast, I do like to say that I'm not going to break my anonymity. I'm not going to say what program it is. It is not a substance program or the beverage program, as some people say, or an an action program meaning something that I have struggled with action-wise. Rather, it is one geared to relationships and helping me to be better in my relationships with others. So I was in that meeting today. And um, as we were doing the sharing, it it came around to this one lady and she said, um, so talking about God, which some people in the rooms call it higher power. She was talking about God and she said, you know, God said to me, baby girl. And then she quoted what God said to her. And then it was kind of funny. She, she kind of, I guess, realized what she had said. And she kind of stepped back a little bit and said, well, that that's what God calls me. God calls me baby girl. And, um, people in the room kind of chuckled as, as you know, they sometimes will when people, you know, have sort of offbeat or, you know, particularly clever things to say, but it kind of got me thinking, you know, what, does God call me? Now, that might seem like kind of an odd question, all right, for two reasons. One is there is a lot of thought and writing and contemplation and debate and discussion about what do we call God? You know, what's in a name? In fact, the holy name of Jesus is so sacred that we have a feast day in the Catholic Church calendar called the holy name of Jesus, right? And names are powerful. Names are important because names show knowledge of 
the other. Names show relationship and connection. And when you know the name of someone, you have a certain power that you don't have when someone is, hey, you, or, you know, not a direct name. And there's plenty of places in the Bible that talk about God's name. Um, In the Muslim tradition, there is the 99 names of God, that prayer that is is chanted and and used with a set of beads, 99 beads uh, to be exact. But the question is for each of us, I guess, is what name do we call God? When we pray, what is the name that we use to address God? So that's the first thing. That's the first thing to consider. The second thing is that how do we know what name God uses anyway? I mean, if we can't literally hear God, right? Although, you know, maybe we can at different times. People certainly talk about having those kind of experiences. But if we can't hear God and God does speak to us, God does communicate with us, what name does God use to address us? And that's what I got to thinking about. What God name does God use to address me? Because that's going to be different than what God uses to address you or any other person, right? So I kind of got to thinking, well, what's in a name? You know, my name is Richard. That's my given name. But I, it's not that I dislike that name, but I, I just have never used it. It just seems too formal, too, too, too much, I guess. So I've never really used that name. I, when I was growing up, I used the name Ricky. And now, of course, I go by Rick. And I thought about going by Rich at some point, but it just seems a little odd to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Rich. You know, that just seems a little strange. But I do know that there are certain people in my life who call me Ricky. And it's really a, a name of affection, It's a name of a certain relationship with me at a time in my life because it's people primarily who knew me earlier in my life who call me that and family and early friends and and so forth. So that is a name of affection. And I was kind of thinking, I think that's the name that God calls me, the affectionate name that I hear God calling me. Now, I don't, again, hear literally, but when I feel God's presence and I feel God communicating with me, that's one of the names that God uses for me, Ricky. The other name is a name that God used, God the Father from heaven, used with Jesus, which is my beloved and my beloved son, specifically. Jesus heard that when he was coming out of the water at his baptism. And that's also, I think, what God calls me, is God's beloved. And that name is is so important for me to remember and hear from God. Because in all of my imperfection and all of my weaknesses and brokenness, and also in all my gifts and talents and skills and abilities, all of that, God loves me exactly as I am. I am God's beloved, God's beloved son. And 
We are each God's beloved son or daughter. And I think I hear God speaking that name to me, my beloved. And maybe putting it all together, even here from time to time, God saying, my beloved Ricky. Yeah, that makes sense. And that feels right, because I've heard that, pretty sure, from God once or twice. So I promised a second um, moment of the presence of God, and I think I'm going to hold off on that tonight. It, it's something that I just saw here, but it, it'll be back tomorrow because I, it's not something that, that happened. It's something that I, I do now on my prayer table, but I'll save that for another night because I think we have quite a bit to ponder here. And I think the question to end with, the questions are obvious ones. What do you call God? Do you have an affectionate name for God beyond the traditional names? And most significantly, what does God call you? When you hear God speaking your name, so to speak, what is the name that God uses with you? As always, I appreciate your being here. Thank you so much. Blessings and peace.